I don't, I don't understand that. have to do with these kids, dude, that don't want to pay their share. Auschwitz. Welcome to Getting a Grip on Things. Awesome. I'm so glad you guys are here for the second installment of our new revamped Getting a Grip on Things with Elijah Edwards, also known as the underpaid producer or the overpaid producer, depending Just a on little bit overpaid. whoever's looking at this. So <laughs> if you know the details, <laughs> I'm definitely overpaid. <laughs> no way, dude. You're worth a million dollars. Millions. Thanks, buddy. Dude, what do we... We got a lot. There's so much going on. I know. And you know what? So la- last week, we did our first revamped show of getting a grip on things. Oh, yeah, we did. And I am excited, dude. It and was I, so much fun. It's fun. And it's only getting better. Oh, yeah. We have we have a couple of guests that are going to be on today. One of them you were introduced to last week, Tony. We have dived into the mind of Tony once again to bring his oh, wisdom. <laughs> I can't wait. I know. And we have a we have a Mr. John Clore that is just going to break Michigan. He's pro- this is probably going to make in na- a good way. Oh, dude, it's going to be national headline news. It's already he's already done interviews. It's catching on. We're not. We'll get into that later. But listen, the today's show we're going to be talking about something about basically free stuff and you know the just the destruction of America and <laughs> <laughs> the, that's, it that's sounds so depressing. <laughs> sounds so depressing. But it's it's there's some humor in it in some way because we're all watching it happen, but we're all scratching our heads going, "What's going on?" So we're going to try to get a handle on it. Um, we got an Ilian Omar quote. We're not going to show right now, but we, we will. We're going to talk about climate change. <laughs> Or global, what they used to call global warming. Um, oh yeah, they totally changed that name, didn't they? Yeah, yep. And so you know, things are moving at a rapid pace towards the, you know, whatever the center of insanity. Um, but that's my welcome. So I, we have a quote here. This is on task for what we're uh, what we're going to be talking about. And let's show this Cora quote. It says, "Why do we have to pay to live on a planet we were born on?" Who are we paying for this privilege to be alive? Practically every human being born must pay for housing, food, water, security, and education. Is this necessary? And that is essentially what we are talking about today. <laughs> um, Pretty much all summed up into yeah, one topic. That is it. And we're going to go over a gambit of things. Um, you know, but listen, so as we talk about socialism or we talk about this idea, let's not even... We'll try not to use the word socialism. I think it's overplayed because everybody's accusing everybody of being socialist. I've got I've got people that go, well, what about the libraries? Do you hate libraries? What about the fire department? That's socialism. I want to start this program off right now. I want to, if you are one of those people that think a library, a paved road, and the fire department is socialism, please Stop watching if you're going to fight me on this because none of that is socialism. It's called municipality. It is completely different, totally different. It is people paying collectively um, to have these services because without them, we would have crap roads. Buildings would burn to the ground. Yeah, there and- ha- there has to be some some level of government, right? There mm-hmm. has to be some level of collectedness to... Uh, make sure 
things are done yeah. the way they need to be done. Like without the government, you wouldn't have water or electricity in the same way. But no, they overstep. But I've got some 300 pound, 19 <laughs> year old covered in zits who just graduated high school. His yes. first year in college going, yeah, but that's socialism. When am I going to be forgiven of my student loan debt? <laughs> have you seen my Bernie Sanders sticker? 500,000 within the first year and a half. I know, dude. It's I just really wanted to go to Harvard for the experience. <laughs> I Listen, I don't want to beat up. They on, accepted me in a form of reparations. I'm going to tell you right now, they already think that they're smarter than us if they're watching this. These guys are idiots. They have no idea what my professor said the first day of class. My stepdad, Larry, is <laughs> paying for all my cars. I don't know. Do Yeah, that's my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, listen, I don't want to beat on you guys. If you're if you're if you're a socialist, I don't want to beat on any guys. No, I do want to. I brought this because just because we're talking about this. Look, at he's got. Oh, wait, look. at. Oh, wait, I got it upside down. (laughs) Listen, I I don't give this is my Trump Trump 2020 flag. Just because we bring it up, they're going to be like the mega idiots. Uh, You know who this is not. I don't even talk about the orange man. We don't <laughs> orange man. We orange man bad. This isn't even a political. I'm talking about well I guess it's kind of political, but it's about ideas. It's about like that statement, why do we have to pay to live? So anyway, yeah. listen, I'm going to go right to the source as We far- consulted the greatest <laughs> expert known to man. Dude, he's back. On everything. He is back. He humbly accepted to be on our show. And we uh, great gratefully accepted it. Yes. Here's a clip of Ask Tony. Yeah! I think like I feel like we should just the government should just buy a massive acreage in like Montana in the middle of nowhere and just herd those idiots. You want you don't want to pay bills. You don't want to be that. Just go send that field for a while, and then you tell me how fast. So I, gulag. Like Russian gulag camps? Mm-hmm. You get one bowl of porridge and a, and a, and a shard of bread every day. They won't have to I pay for anything. No one has to tell them what to do. You'll figure it out real f***ing quick when you have no infrastructure. Um, no infrastructure. Infant- shit. <laughs> there we go. Opinion on this socialism in this younger generation. I think we need to bring back public hangings. <laughs> 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 Dude, I can't. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> That's no, like. Loot your shit. Just like the Nazis said, they don't need them. They belong to the state. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does that have to do with these kids, dude, that don't want to pay their share? Auschwitz. <laughs> I can't. His face. If anybody watched that, oh my God. most most of that we couldn't air because of <laughs> legal reasons. Yeah, for, and Anthony's like, I don't even know if the word politically correct. It's not even. Oh, it's oh. like, dude, like, and oh. Anyway, if we showed that, we would be on a list somewhere. Yeah, Anthony, basically, in a nutshell. I agree with them. Like it's, they'd be sitting in a field starving and, but he kind of in an in his own way puts a sense of like communism on how to deal with them. Like starve them to death, hang them for oh having a gosh, difference of a period. <laughs> and that's, but that, you know what though, Elijah is funny is that's the point. Like 
in America, you can be a full-blown communist. You can demand. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can demand everything for free. Yeah. But in communism or socialism, you can demand freedom and you'll your hands are getting chopped off. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's not wrong. He's applying communist. So it, Anthony's brilliant. He's applying communism to the communist or the socialist. <laughs> Put him in a field, starve him to death, give, bring back public hangings because this is what they want. Man. So he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But in if you were to reverse it and we were to go over there and we start demanding freedom, demanding free things, but we demand it our way, dude, you're dead. Yep. You're dead. You can't have a difference of opinion over there. Well, that's what's so great about America is that, I mean, the people like the person who asked this Quora question, it they have the right to do that. Yep. They have the right to ask that. They have the right to do nothing. They have the right to starve. They have the right to do basically do whatever the heck they want as long as they're not harming another person. But even that is, they're kind of stretching that now. Well, you can just harm people. Let's talk about harming yourselves. So, like, only in America, I mean, th- listen, if you're a bigger, it's fine. It's your right. You can eat whatever you want. You can you can, you can be this lady. You can you can sit on <laughs> you can sit on a crocodile, weigh eight hundred pounds, wearing Crocs. I mean, you can. That's not Dude, nobody can. That is, and that's she, art. She's wearing a used tire. Yeah, on her feet. Pretty sure that's how large she is. Dude, that's healthy. You're <laughs> so, but like that's that's art though. Like in America, that's art. You can demand. You can be like that and demand still that the government cares for you. Yep. But. I mean, dude, the, 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 the history, the facts of socialism and communism is starvation. It's, it's brokenness. It's- in, in theory, yeah. If, if it was a perfect world and everyone was perfect, you know, socialism would work. But guess what? People are greedy. People are sinful in nature. And it it turns into communism every time. <laughs> Nothing good comes from it. Well, let's talk about. Okay, dude, you've got you've got a brother. You've got a brother and a sister, right? Yeah, two sisters. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, I grew up in a family of four too. They were spaced out. But some people would argue that in a family unit, when you're living as a family, there's a form of communism. I mean. You're the oldest boy, no, right? There's no communism in my household. <laughs> my brother and I fist fought each other for what we wanted. Really? Yeah. But did you? Okay. So I want to honest to God question here. Did when your dad bought you like the new? How? how what's the difference between you and your brother? A couple years? Yeah, just two or three years. Right. So if you got a brand new shirt that was like awesome, the, the trend, and your brother didn't get one. Would he want what you had? Yes. Okay, so... Oh, you know it was stupid? Yeah. I turn 12. I get my first phone. It's an iPhone, right? It's my birthday. Okay? Sorry, you... Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I knocked her off. Taking out socialism yeah. one step at a time. <laughs> one one clumsy Sub- move at a time. Subconsciously taking it out. Seriously. But I, I, get this, I get this iPhone, and I'm all excited. And then, you know who else gets an iPhone? My older sister. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it skipped the two younger. Yeah, dude, she got the, I got the iPhone and then she was so upset that 
she didn't have an iPhone and I got one before her. Yeah. That my parents thought ahead and had gotten her an iPhone too. And I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah, because it's she my birthday. downhill. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's mm-hmm. funny. For your birthday, she got a phone. Yep. Is that socialism? I think so. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's messed up. It is messed up. That's but I can funny. tell you what, when I played video games, I always got the player one remote. I never got player Ooh. two. Yeah. That's, never. That's that's the way I am, too. Yep. I never no give thanks. that up. I'm not allowed to play video games in my house anymore. My, <laughs> my whole family, like, cries about it. Like, Dad, you're so old. It's so embarrassing when friends come over and you're playing Call of Duty. I got, you just need to sit nude in your sleeping bag, <laughs> your frog sleeping bag, and, and play Warzone. <laughs> Nobody knows about the sleeping bag yet. We're going to bring that up later. Um, I don't know. I just think about, like, my family, like, growing up. There is a form of it in your internal dwelling, right? Like, I can understand how people think it is, but... Well, there is a desire to be equal, right? Yeah, but it's not true. Yeah, I mean, you are equal, but... But in different ways, you don't. That doesn't mean you have to have all the same things as other people. I don't know. It's all boiled down to money and greed, in my opinion. Well, you could say right, but I understand. Okay, so I guess my point is this: like with families and stuff, and I haven't really thought this out, but I do think about like in the family mentality. You've got these younger, this younger generation, and let's be honest, dude. Socialism and. All of this garbage has been talked about since the conception of America. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. even through the 60s and 70s, they were pushing this garbage. I mean, Marxism, Lenin, Stalin, Che Guevara. I mean, people have been talking, but they think it because you think of your family. And I think that's where it's stemming from. You have these kids going, what, you don't want to feed your younger sister? Or like, what, aren't we all? No, that's where they come with comrade, brothers and sisters. And yeah, I get it. Like you said, in theory, it sounds good. You think of your family. You think like, well, if the family, I have to go out and get food. I have to feed my whole family. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that in America, which is uniquely designed that individuals have responsibility. Um, there's So when you hear things like public health, and I think we talked about this last week a little bit, that we re- America requires an individual response to a need in your life. Um, as parents, mom and dad, we have a responsibility to take care of our children, but the children grow up, and if we've done our jobs, they leave the home, and then they in turn raise their children on how to be independent. And I think with the socialism thing, it is an enabling children to stay children their whole lives. Yes. And I think that could even go as far as, and you and I have talked about this before, <laughs> uh, like not paying for your cars or not paying for your gas or n- just no responsibility, not needing a job, yep. like never working a day in your life. Um, that I know, I personally know people my age who still do not pay for any of their things. Mm-hmm. None of their schooling, none of their bills. Oh, yeah. Not their phones, not their food. And they have mom or dad's credit card and they just get to use the credit card for everything. I never had that. I never did. And now I'm independent and I run my own business. Right. And you're young and you're married and you're doing well and your life's on track. And to be honest with you, you didn't get scammed by going to college. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the to, the truth be told, Elijah didn't have to go to college to find out he wasn't a socialist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he learned for free. Show that picture. Show that picture of nine hundred pound Ricky. Dude, just do it. I, yeah, I don't have the will to click it. Nine hundred pound Ricky. Dude, I, I'm, I'm. That's awful. 
Let's keep it on. We're gonna do, only only on TLC. Okay, so look, dude, that's that's awful. It's atrocious, right? Next like, week you'll see Ricky on Say Yes to the Dress. Dude, we're gonna get <laughs> we are gonna get bully. We're gonna get bully hit on this. I'm not. I, I need to Photoshop <laughs> Ricky into a wedding dress. Stop. It's just it's just one of those event tents, like the, the big white tents. Dude, you can't. We can't go down this road. Uh, that's not you're getting me off topic. We're gonna Stop. have to make we're gonna have to make some adjustments for the, for the gut area. Just stop. Go back, please. I believe I believe we have like, we have some is, baby elephant clothes. This is why my wife won't you, watch this podcast. She thinks I'm a bully. Stop, dude. Stop, dude. I can't. I can't. Okay. stop. This is because ah, listen. That was all, all right, me. Back on task. Don't worry, I, I, it was all me making fun of Ricky. Oh no, dude, we're not making fun of him. We're I am. We're laughing no, with no, him. No, I, I'm <laughs> making fun of Ricky. Dude, he's not healthy. He, this is this is this is it's like sad. Look, it's sad. This is a train wreck right here. This is like looking at a car accident. But hold on, okay. So the, I want to pick this picture apart because it made me, it made me think. Right, like I'm gonna be philosophical over 900 pound Ricky, dude. Ricky Naputi, <laughs> tattoo. He's got tattoos. <laughs> His his completely blown out arm. He he had the time, it, in in America to weigh nine hundred pounds. That means that's a lot of consuming. He got a tattoo. He's got himself a mouse to his computer. Oh my gosh! Which is you know some people think that that's a necessity for life, right? Um, I don't know. He's got. Do you see the do you see the back scratcher coming up through the TLC symbol? <laughs> <laughs> it's missing a finger. It's trapped in one of his rolls. It's gone forever. Stop. Oh my God. Stop, dude. Stop. Find the missing script. Find, find the, the missing needle. The it's needle in the haystack. Dude, that could be a game show. Scratch. All right, let's zoom in on Ricky. Dude. Good dude, luck, Teresa. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> they just dude. send them into like a coliseum with oh, a Ricky. God. I'm gonna, dude. You know the comments. You got to leave Ricky alone. He actually dropped 200 pounds during the DLC episode. Oh, Fine, Ricky. Gosh. Good job. But I'm just saying, like, the point is, I'm doing oh, dying I'm crying, right now. dude. Yeah, the back scratcher is just. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked at the picture. We can, dude. Did you see the candle? He had like an incense candle up there too. I wonder what it smelled like. It's like natural butt cheese. <laughs> You've heard of dick cheese, now butt cheese. What is that up on the top shelf? I don't know. Okay, dude. A Pop-Tart probably? I don't know. <laughs> Pop-Tart box. Because you see the phone? He's got the cordless phone. But listen, that's my point though. Like, you got a generation of people saying like, why do this, I gotta- This arm is a chicken wing, dude. <sighs> Look at it. Look at stop. it. I don't stop. <laughs> okay, dude, stop. It's a perfect chicken wing. It is, dude. Can you superimpose a chicken wing <laughs> yes. over that? Yes. <laughs> dude, he might be very well the next <laughs> spokesperson for KFC. <laughs> we had Jared meet Ricky. Oh, gosh. Have what if your... he's dead now or something? I hope not. I don't know anything about Ricky other than the fact that our culture is crying for free stuff, but we have an excess of everything, and it's just killing me right now. Um, hard work. Oh, we got to get back to work, man. Our country blows. Um, so, dude, I'm literally – I'm my sides hurt from – I was trying to hold back. I apologize. 
if anybody's watching this and is completely offended that I could not control my laughter. But in my defense, ah. I know, dude, I know. Listen, man, the the truth he is... He killed himself, so... Did he really? Yes. Oh, Elijah. <laughs> Just stop. It's not funny, man. That's I'm awful. I'm sorry. Do you think it was the back scratcher? <laughs> dude, we can't air the show. We cannot air the show. This is gone, dude. We're done. We're done. I've okay. never watched it. Okay, so we'll all just cut out all the stuff. No, don't. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Dude, nobody's going to watch. We've got three fans right now. They're going to, that was awesome. And then everybody's going to hate us. <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. Dude, you need to, you need to pull, make a picture of the back scratcher and say, R.I.P. Sorry, Ricky. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay, so. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. I didn't plan. I had no idea. I had. Uh, no, that's he awful. He died in 2012. So, of what? It's been when Cheryl, his wife, called emergency services. She said he'd taken some pills and wasn't breathing. She admits that she told him she was leaving him, mm. and he became very upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, given his weight and inability to leave his bed, the question of how he got the pills exists. Think Cheryl left them for him? <laughs> I left a bottle of pills by by your back scratcher. <laughs> Dude, we're going. I'm not going to hell, but I'm. We're going to. We're gonna go to social media purgatory. They're never gonna let us out, dude. Oh, people are gonna need therapy after watching this. Dude, 900 pounds though. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. So, Man, you got to eat a lot to get to that point. Okay, so, God dang it, Gretchen. <laughs> Bye, socialism. She's, but my point is, though, is that, you know, we're sitting here laughing. People are going to be oh. like, dude, I hate you guys. Uh, my wife is going to hate this. She will not watch the show. <sighs> no, you have to. I'm <sighs> turning that into a reel. Oh, my gosh, Elijah. So, oh, goodness. Okay, back <laughs> on Dude, just show, show Matt Walsh's video on TikTok. Sit down and think, wow, humans really have to pay money to stay alive. We have to pay for food. We have to pay for water. We have to pay for shelter. How does that make sense? The universe put us on Earth, a planet that has everything the universe needs to survive, and yet we've evolved to the point where we have to pay money to stay alive. I don't, I don't understand that. Oh, gosh. So there's a thing called people, people who get the water aren't just gonna do it for free. Uh, just like you aren't going to go work somewhere for free. Uh, no. If somebody owns a building or you're staying in their building, you have to provide. That's why we got rid of the bartering system, dude. Yeah. It's just trade. It's just trading goods. That's all. That's all it is. It's just we use money now. It, that's it. But see, like, dude, my brain, when I watch that video, all I'm looking at is the dudes, the, the Asian guys, blonde hair. Asians don't have blonde hair. He bleached it. He bleached it. He had to pay for a bottle of bleach, and he's crying about, you well, know. Well, no, he, he's upset that he had to pay for the bottle of bleach, yeah, probably. Right. He's probably upset that he has to pay for any food at all. Seriously. Like, like okay, so this is the same group of people that say they're, they're, they're huge, they're beautiful. Yeah, I mean, in, this, in the whole, like. Okay, Lizzo. Per, yeah, exactly. The whole proverbial, yeah, you're God's child, you're beautiful. 
inwardly, but you still weigh 900 pounds, you're gonna die. But in the same breath, this kid's like, well, why do we have to pay to live? But he also wants Ricky to weigh 900 pounds. Yeah. I have to pay to have Ricky weigh 900 pounds. That's get- the whole problem, is what when people don't accept personal responsibility or financial responsibility, and then they go, that's my whole issue with welfare too, is that I'm now paying for you yeah. to pay for services that you need that you're too lazy to to work for. Dude, you just brought up a great point that I didn't even think to talk about. But I want to just touch on this. Um, welfare, right? Up until I would say about 60 years ago, give or take, this isn't an exact number, the church, churches generally <coughs> have taken care of people. Yeah. But with the with the dissolving of churches. Well, that was the idea of the church building in the first place. Right. Was that people who were in need could see this building kind of as like a pillar and be like, oh, I can go here. I'll get the help I need. Yep. And now. That doesn't exist anymore. No, because I mean, and I'm not ripping. I mean, I just want to bring this up. I've sat through a lot of services, a lot of church things where we're going to go feed the homeless next Sunday in three months. We got to put it on the calendar. We're going to feed them. And oh, man, you're going to feel so good when you do it. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> I have such a funny story. <laughs> but I'm like, hold on. But I'm like, wait, we're going to wait three months to go feed the homeless? Yeah, no, really. And we're, we're going to feel good doing it? Dude, Like, there was a video where, uh, have you seen that video of the pastor? No. Uh, the homeless pastor or whatever? Like he faked being homeless? Can we pull up a clip of it? Hold on, no, it's actually oh really good. Fucked like a homeless man and sat down in front of his own church to see how they'd respond. At first glance, this might look very disappointing. But this is what happened when he went inside his church and revealed himself to his congregation. You've never seen this? So how did no. our church do it? I'm gonna tell you now. I was crying inside that beard. Just watch and see. So they did help him. The church staff did, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they so they pray for him. But also, like, did you see all those people that just passed him? Yeah, they got It's <laughs> like, that's not till next week. I'm on the coffee ministry. I got to get by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too early for that. <laughs> Coffee ministry. <laughs> I'm the minister of coffee. Get I'm this the dude out of my of way. the parking lot. Yep. I, I gotta direct traffic. <laughs> Can somebody clean up this vagrant? <laughs> that is crazy, man. I mean, the world we're living Listen, in right now. <laughs> there was somebody, one of my good friends. So we do this outreach at our church, right? We went to like this, like, uh, what is it called? Like Section 8 housing area or whatever. And like these low income apartments and we go there and we're putting on like this field day for them, got them all this food, like a cookout, uh, school supplies. And this, this guy, he's a good friend of mine. Start. It's a very black community. Mm -hmm. He starts playing Africa by Toto. (laughs) (laughs) Over the, the speakers. (laughs) <laughs> not by Weezer, not the Weezer version of it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I miss the rains down. Is that the song? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He didn't think anything was wrong with it. No. It's so hilarious. Why dude. would he? Oh, my 
gosh, dude. Did anything uh, come of it? Did anybody like say no, anything? No, like, they dude. shut it down as soon as they heard the first part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> they ran over and <laughs> relinquished him of his duties. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, that was their Ricky moment. <laughs> dude, we got foot in mouth. <sighs> oh. Anyway, um, I don't know why I got up on that side, but that no, that is powerful. I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about, like, with uh, the whole idea. Like, we're just off balance with everything right now. Yep. Um, and part of, like, getting a grip on this whole topic is, listen, man, I don't want to beat up on the young people. I really don't. Like, dude, honest to God, like, like I look at Ricky. I mean, if anybody's made it to this part in the show, you're going to hear honest my heart breaks for that guy. I mean, he's he's gone, he's dead. But and it's there is a sad type of comical irony in the position that we're in. But isn't that like what sin does, like missing the point? Yeah, no, it's always it's I mean, sin is the definition of it is to miss the mark, yeah. right? And I think that it's caused by Satan putting a question mark on the end of a sentence. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. I got to be honest with you, dude. I I when all of this stuff started a couple years ago, I mean, prior to the, what we just went through three years and all that, I don't even want to say the dumb name. Um, I had started making content. I was very, very angry at the liberal mind, the thinking, the socialism, uh, watching the destruction of our, our Christian churches, watching pastors weak, just give in to this garbage and not taking stances on hard things. I, I'm in a different place today. I actually, I have, I do have a, a renewed compassion towards these young people that so strongly believe in this. I don't know how to fix it. Um, I think it's going to cost us a lot to turn this around. One thing I will say is that, especially with this uh, new movement of, I guess you could say trans people or... Yeah. Uh, what is it like drag queens and those like drag queen readings and bingo. I've noticed that people are starting to take a stand against those things. Yeah. Uh, especially people my age, but the people who are already in that are kind of grounding themselves even further yeah. into it. And yeah. that's scary. It is scary. You think it's tied together? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it, it's a cultural shift, and I think a lot of that has to do with um, I don't know. I so many things, but probably just the lack of, in my opinion, Christianity. Yeah. The the lack of faith in Jesus. That, that's my dude. Opinion. You're you're right. It's. <laughs> Because listen to, I mean, we have so much free time, so much excess that we have the time to, I mean, rather than worrying about how we're going to put food on the table, feed ourselves, feed our family, we now have the free time to change our gender, which you can't, but we have the free time to think about that, to obsess over it even. Um, and I think that's where we're going with this is the excess is yes. the problem. It's yeah. not. Especially social media, man. Oh, yeah. And we're on it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I think, okay, so. Before we jump into the next part of this, we just showed the Matt Walsh thing. I've got one story. I don't want to get into details too much, but basically, like, we were was with my kid. We were shooting shotgun shells, 
And one of her coaches said, we're going to go over to this area. We're going to shoot. And there's thousands of people here shooting. And he said, listen, we're going to go and I want to teach you something when you go shoot. So I was with my kid and it was for her. So we shot and I'm waiting for the lesson. And at the end of the shooting, I'm thinking, what's the lesson that's going to be taught here? He came over and he said, now we're going to pick up all the shells. And literally, dude, hundreds of people had been shooting. And... I kind of thought for a second, I'm like, I don't want to pick these shells up. Yeah. But the, the what he taught, what the teachable lesson was from the coach was everybody's coming to this station and shooting. Nobody's thinking about the cleanup. Yeah. So the biggest thing that my daughter learned wasn't how to hit the target. It wasn't the form on shotgun. It wasn't, you know, it, it was the cleanup. Mm-hmm. And I think if you want to go to a center of this message, we're focusing on all of the wrong. Th- we're focusing on the kids that want everything for free. We need to teach them how to clean up. Yeah, we need to teach that. That's where the, that's how we're going to win. They have no understanding because they have been born and bred into this. And a lot of that, honest, honestly, uh, a lot of that responsibility falls onto the to men's shoulders because, yeah, where are the fathers? It's dude. where are they? Like that's a huge crisis, and the culture today is what's the saying? Like hit it and quit it. Like you're done. Like what's your body count? That's yeah. disgusting. That is disgusting. And then they're like, "Oh, you're pregnant. Just abort it. Just kill it." <laughs> what? It, that that is where the root of that issue comes from. Because how are you going to teach personal responsibility? To, to where we need to be teaching children uh, or young adults who can still rewire their brain and their thinking that if we don't have good fathers, good influences, all of it's kind of pointless. They're just going to act how they want to act or how, how they feel. Like, yeah, you know what? It would be great if everything was free. Right. That would be awesome. I would love that. But that's not life. That's not how it works. Well, there's no joy in that either. Dude, there look. isn't. There you need competition. You need something to strive for to have fulfillment. Dude, show that picture of the classy liberals that that I classy liberals that love. Yep. Look at this. We'll see how you feel about abortions after I your husband. Nice. That's just awful. I love gay porn. I love gay porn. Here, here is your socialism and its finest. This is the this is the excess of consumerism, to the point where it's just, it's just a dog eating its vomit. Yeah. At this point, um, I love penis. Awesome. This is un and I say awesome sarcastically. We have how so engaging in a teachable moment. The only thing that's going to reverse this. You can take that down now. Is exactly what you said is where are the fathers? We dude, we have to go we gotta get our hands dirty, man. Um people don't like that though. No, no, maybe maybe it's time we stop preaching in our church buildings, stop talking and just open them up and just do and, soup kitchens every Sunday. Yeah, and actually going and being the church. Right. That's going and being a positive influence, having having an effect on uh, your community mm-hmm. is way more important than anything else. But obviously, and we're just sitting here talking right now, but yeah. that's what people do. They talk about it, and that's where the conversation ends. 
You're right. They don't they don't go and do what they're talking about. And then they're like, oh, I feel good about that. I'm done. <laughs> like, oh, what? It's the same thing with this topic. I mean, yeah. I feel good about talking about it and beating up on socialism. But the only way to end it is to physically go out and change the perception by showing people that you can change your life. Yeah. Um, but it's, it creates you have to do it through hard work. Um, nothing is for free. Nothing. The, the very moment you are born you, and you take your first breath, that first breath costs you something. You know, it costs, yes. it costs you your life. Yep. Because every breath that you take, every heartbeat that you have brings you one step closer to death. There is a cost involved for being alive. That's it. And it's time. It's the time that we have been given. It's the time that we have on this existence that we have the option to prove ourselves that we are fit for this existence. What kind of legacy are we going to leave behind? I don't want to leave behind a a battery operated car that says I love gay porn and I love penis and I have no I love people abortions. And, but and people will not talk about uh, what you had at the end of your life there or what you have accomplished business wise. They're going to talk about <laughs> how you were in their life. Yeah. What what your legacy is like? What did you do to impact the world in a positive way? And if you've spent your whole life uh, being like Ricky or this lady on an alligator, then they're not going to have anything good to say about you yeah. or it'll be manufactured. And th the government doesn't want you to believe that they don't, they don't want you to see that they want you to be controlled and they want to have you accept their lies at, at face value. <laughs> yep. I think that's why I'm so, I've been so disgruntled and angry because I'm trying to live a good life, you know, and, and, my kids see me as dad's grumpy all the time. I'm grumpy all the time because I'm actively working to provide a better life. And I feel like as a man, um, the more that I do, the more is going to be taken from me in the future that's coming. So what's the point? And I think yeah. that's why I'm so frustrated. I, Elijah, you're younger than me, but do you ever just step out of the focus and go, what's the point? Why am I working this hard? I'd rather just do nothing and spend yeah. time fulfilling my own gratifications. Yeah. But that's not, that's not right. It's a lie. It's a it's total a lie. lie, dude. I, I just, and I think that's where this is bad. We're in a bad place, but, um, okay. So let's get into the news. You know, we're, yep. we're not hopping all around. Everything's pointed towards this, uh, topic that we have, but let's, so we'll do the news clips. And the first one we have is, Omar, Ilan, Ilan Omar, she tweets this out or whatever, and it says, the earth just broke the record for the hottest day in 120,000 years. In fact, we broke in on three separate days, national climate emergency now. Okay, That's so. That's intense. Dude, I have. 1.2 million views. Yeah, I know, right? That is part of the agenda that they want everybody to see. But don't you have? Do you have a problem with any of the, any of that statement? Like, a hundred and twenty thousand years, dude. We can't read. You you can't get a clear picture of someone's face from a camera that is security around the White House or whatever a Seven Eleven. 
but they can read microbes on Mars and they can look at different terrain. But but we can't go back 120,000 years to know what the climate was. I, it's a joke, dude. If that the is Earth a, has even been around that long. We don't. We, there's no proof of this. This is a statement that's been made that is. Comp- why hasn't that been fact checked? Why? Where are the fact checkers because going? They don't. They don't care. I know. I know. <laughs> they do not care because it goes along with the facts that they want to create in yes. your mind. Here's the here's yep. a fact check. There's no way that you can know that crap. None. Zero. Okay. You can guess. You can make assumptions. You can do you know, scientific things and say, I think this is what it is. This is my theory. But you don't know what happened 120,000 years ago. <laughs> All right. The and oldest you- continuous temperature re- record. <laughs> it's the Central England England Temperature Data Series, which began in 1659. So there you go. <laughs> That's not 120,000 years. Uh, there are too few data before 1880 for scientists to estimate average temperatures for the entire planet. it's dumb it's not even 200 years ago we can't even fact check this though we're fact checking right now you and i are both qualified we're just as those other fact checkers are we're probably more qualified we're gonna get fact checked for fact checking this matter of fact this is your fact checker (laughs) (laughs) seriously the the truth is is that you know she's there's no accountability for this woman for saying this and when you do it just gets pushed aside there's never accountability anymore you we get held accountable i'm gonna get Uh, yeah well as a business you do yeah it's the whole situation with uh i mean we didn't put this as part of our news articles but there was an accounting error accounting error for (laughs) 6.2 billion dollars oh we had the budget being sent (laughs) being sent to ukraine what? I just found 6.2 bill. What? Yep. If Okay, so imagine your accountant, right? Your CPA whatever. Has an accounting error of like $50,000. Let's say you make $100,000 a year and they accidentally misallocate 50,000 of your dollars. Yep. You're firing them and suing them. <laughs> like but when it happens in our government, they do not give a shit. No. At all. Not at all. And the public doesn't even seem to care that much. We do, but we know that oh, no we'll one's going to shut gonna, up about it. No one's going to be held accountable. We cannot hold these people accountable. But there's someone who's working on that. Let's show that clip. John Clore. This is actually epic. This is going to go national. Yeah. So pay attention uh, when you hear it in the news. This is uh, happening in Michigan yep. right now. Just thank us. Talking about keeping people accountable, uh, I have with me Mr. John Clore. Um, John is a friend of mine, and he's working on something huge about accountability. John, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Talk about yourself, dude. What is this initiative that you're working on, and what's happening with it right now, and who are we going to be able to keep accountable with this? Just spill the beans, man. What's going on? Um, it's the Transparency Act, and it is a citizen's initiative to amend Act 442 of 1976, which is the Michigan FOIA Act. Um, I specifically targeted the definition of public body, since that was the portion of the act that was excluding the governor and the lieutenant governor. Um, I also included the legislative branch, sorry, tongue-tied, legislative branch uh, to be uh, subject to public information requests as well. Um, 
you know, Michigan is one of two states that fully exempts the uh, executive branch and one of seven states to exempt a legislative branch from public records requests. And that is a key element to holding accountability on our elected officials is um, transparency. If we don't know what they are doing, how can we hold them accountable? We're going to be able to look at their emails. How can we make this happen? Is it, we, what do we do? Just sign a na our names on or we pay money or is it just going to be on the ballot automatically? I mean, you, the initiative's no. going, you went before the Senate, correct? Um, no, I went before, that was at the Senate building. I went, had to go before the Board of State Canvassers okay. who approved the form of the petition. First, I had to go through the Secretary of State Bureau of Elections to uh, meet all the prerequisites that they set forth as far as the font size, the disclaimers, the placement of, of, of each element. So there, there's a lot of intricate details involved with uh, drafting a petition, but uh, we were able to meet those um, prerequisites and get from one phase to the next. So we've completed um, the, the third phase actually. First was the drafting of the amendment. Second was, um, the drafting of the petition, there's actually four, submitting it to the Bureau of Elections, getting passed through that, and then the Board of State Canvassers getting it past that. Now the um, the petition is technically in circulation as of right now. So it's uh, on. We have to get signatures. Yeah. Um, so we have to get signatures. First things first, we have to get uh, funding, more funding coming in to actually pay for the, the paper and the ink that the petitions are made out on. Um, each petition is, uh, facilitates 10 signatures. So uh, we need to get 365,000 signatures. We need to actually overshoot that and calculate for the margin of error. So we're looking at about 425,000 signatures we're gonna have to, to hopefully get. So that's gonna require a significant amount of, of money funding to actually pay for the petitions. Or like Prop 3, we can just get $3 million from some dark entity and just put it on the uh, – we can just pay the Republicans to put it on the, the ballot, even though that they hate this initiative. I'm, if from what I gather working with you, the Republicans and the Democrats probably aren't going to like what you're trying to do. I've, and that's because we are going to hold them accountable. I've, uh, I've been hearing a lot of lip service in Lansing. Uh, transparency seems to be the buzzword. There's no action. Yep. Um, our legislative branch has failed each and every time putting forth transparency laws. The Citizens Initiative is a sure way to bypass the legislative branch and the executive branch and actually get this enacted into law to hold these two branches subject to public information requests. I mean, is right. that asking too much? Not one legislator has picked up the phone and called me and said, you know what? I love what you're doing. I fully support your initiative and I'm going to push this with my constituents and whatever resources you may need, we're going to bring that forth. Not one. And no. I find that, I find that very odd. It's all hilarious. that preaching, all that preaching of transparency and Lansing, not one. Dude, it's not odd. We were there in Lansing. We spoke to, you know, and I mean, we spoke to Jonathan Lindsay, uh, Matt Maddock. The, the, this consensus was, it sounds like a great idea, but how is this going to affect me? And in, in all fairness, 
they haven't had their emails dug through. But they're, if this passes, Republicans and Democrats alike will, will be an open book like they should be. So this isn't contingent upon any of our representatives liking it or disliking it. This is contingent upon what? What do it's on us, right? The people? It's on the people. But like I said, I mean, you know, Lansing has the state of Michigan is a, is a large state. It's a lot, a lot of people to reach. You got four million people in the state. It's it's a lot of square miles. Yep. Literally, it's all condensed in the one area, and that's Lansing downtown, because all of our reps have reached to all their constituents and they can get this done if they really supported transparency, like they said. They so don't. they don't. I'm, I'm, I'm holding them to the fire. I'm really, I, what I'm doing is I'm like, if you want to preach it, walk it. Who's going to who's going to take that, that step to actually show that therefore transparency? I, I'm, you know, I'm putting them to the fire and, and, and I want them to prove me wrong. Prove to me that they got the guts to practice what they preach. This is awesome, dude. Where can we find your information? How can we donate? Uh, when does where can we sign this petition? Uh, give me a website, something. Michiganinitiatives.org. Um, there's a sign up volunteer list you can get involved in. There's a contact form for just general information. Um, we have everything detailed as to the progress of the initiative. Um, there's a donate page, so it's pretty pretty full detailed out on the website and uh i look forward to engaging with with people answering questions and um putting forth this uh the circulation of this petition so citizens voices could be heard awesome ladies and gentlemen and everybody that's on the outside of that circle <laughs> this is john clore thanks for coming on brother this is going to be awesome and we will push this and we'll check up with you in a couple weeks to see where we're at and uh thanks man thanks for coming on Thank you. That's awesome. That's going to happen. It's happening now. Uh, check out his website. We'll talk more about that. We'll check in with him. Um, other news. Let's show this Tucker Carlson clip, man. This yes. is kind of crazy. Let's get that up there. Well, so, so here's I'm just interested because all measures are relative. So Russia's bad. Russia's a threat. Putin's evil. Got it. But the total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay, but yeah, and fr I frankly, mean, here's, here's... No Americans killed by Russia. Yeah. Hundreds I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> that statement... I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah, it's just it's it, just it's kind of like a catch-all statement, and you can tell that he's flustered. Oh, he's totally freaked out right now by and, that question and doesn't know what to say. Yep, and it gets worse. Hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not <laughs> going to pretend like I the legislation I have sponsored that I would sign <laughs> as president of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would we you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy? 
like tomorrow, unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I say you use every tool available to stop fentanyl from coming across our border. No, no exceptions. Interesting. These are real numbers. Not a one person from Russia. A lot of people have from Mexico. The, the Mexican government is allowing the death of Americans. Okay. And existential, this guy immediately turns philosophical and says, well, in the grand scheme of, he's trying to be philosophical over logic and absolute reason. I mean, dude, those numbers that Tucker quoted are, that's fact. Dude, that, I mean, if you, even if you look at this, uh, the top five businesses that manufacture in Mexico. Yeah. Medtronic, uh, which is a huge plant, and it started operating in the 70s. It's a medical device manufacturer. Uh, Samsung is also in. <laughs> the company plans to invest $500 million Yeah. in Mexico. Not just in the United States, in Mexico. Honeywell. What? Yep. What? And we're and General Motors. So, dude, so they've killed more. That country, in in direct effect, has killed more people in America. But we just spent six point four billion dollars that we found. Oops, to Ukraine, right? It's six point two. Okay, it was sent to Ukraine though, right? Yeah, and then apparently they just found three billion more or something. So, dude, how? <laughs> It's probably the Bud Light money. <laughs> no, I think they lost a lot more. That doesn't even touch what they've lost. Dude, it's just unbelievable. Everything is so backwards. It's so ass backwards and screwed up that we we cannot get a grasp on how bad this is spiraling. And so can't get a grip on it. Nope. It's true. We action, dude. I mean, I don't want to get into politics and stuff, right? I mean, we kind of are, but we're just bouncing around. We're talking about the destruction of our own country, but the whole, I mean, our minds are rot right now, dude. Yeah. People can't even process at, at an alarming rate how much garbage is coming in. Okay, we have, I ju we just showed a bunch of examples of excess, examples of um, just garbage that's being pumped in every direction, everything ties together, even with what Tucker was saying. Um, you, you brought up the point about Joe Biden and the $6.2 billion we handed over to Ukraine for against an enemy that actually hasn't killed us. But, but philosophically and through an ideology, Russia has caused a lot of damage to our youth, right? But we're not worried about stopping communism because our own administration is embracing it. Yeah, well, that's what they want. It's what they yeah, want. Bernie Sanders, man. And, and Biden. I mean, there's no... I mean, that's what they want. There really is no difference. And the thing is, is they're being controlled by someone. It's, you might think I'm crazy for that. No. But it's it's the reality. Even even Trump, and people will hate me probably even more for <laughs> saying that, is also controlled by people. That, by money. I, this is all backed by you, money. Whether you like it or not. It's all about money for these people. If you leave the presidency, right, you're only – presidents do not make a crazy amount of money for the amount of work they do. They really don't. No. But they leave – they leave presidency multimillionaires, like with hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. How does that happen? 
Yeah, look at Barack and Mich- Michael. I mean, they're living large. <laughs> um, all right, let's wrap up the news, dude. Sound of Freedom. Um, this is pretty epic. Yes. We've got uh, Cam Higby, who used to be on the show, and we love you, Cam. I'm glad you're doing well. looks like you're – but I, this came across the feed, and uh, he nails it. So let's show yeah. what Cam's talking about, Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, a QAnon-adjacent thriller movie. There are no political undertones in this movie. I went and watched it yesterday. The article goes on to complain about the fact that Tim Ballard says God's children are not for sale. I'm not religious, but if your justification for running yourself into harm's way, going to Columbia and freeing child sex slaves is that God's children aren't for sale, who cares? That's good enough reason for me. But the movie isn't about God. It's not about politics. It's about human trafficking which is the fastest growing criminal enterprise in this country. So why is The Guardian trying to dissuade people from watching this movie? That's all fact. He's, because they make money, money. off of yep. it. That, that, whether you want to believe it or not, that is the truth. That is the truth. They make money off of sex trafficking. They don't want people to be wise to their things. That's exactly why they killed Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. I, I don't know what else there is to say about that. Have you seen the movie? No, I I do not. I need to watch it, but I am afraid to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's it just leaves you feeling empty. Empty. It's 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 awful, and it needs to be exposed. And um, they're they're killing it at the box office. And again, you're gonna people are that are coming out against this. I mean, you just you you like pedophiles. I don't care what. I, if you're not in support of ending this garbage and you're coming out against this, there's something majorly wrong with you. And and Cam did nail it. It's not a QAnon movie. It's not conspiracy. Yeah, they're, they're already at eighty five point five million. Wow, dude. They, you know what the budget was on that movie? Fifteen. Fifteen. That is that's blowing. That's that's ticking off Hollywood bad. Yeah. Because they can't touch those numbers, and they're not going to give it an ounce of uh, um, credibility because it's not the narrative that they're pushing right now. They don't want that. Uh, all right. We're done with the news, right? Yes, we are. I want to finish this topic on socialism and the excesses of life. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so, you know, I have, what happened? It froze up. Okay, so I have a problem, a little bit of a problem. Um, I, when when I get home at night and I'm looking through my phone and I'm I'm on the computer. These things pop up in my ad feeds and it's working. Their their evil algorithms are working um, or whatever. I don't know what's going on, but I have an obsession with survival (laughs) stuff. (laughs) And uh, so basically I bought a bow. I bought a bow and arrow. Unfortunately, it's not. Just show it. You got a picture of it, Elijah? Yes, I do. You want the instructions? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's not. (laughs) We'll get there. there. There it is. Check that bad boy out. The the problem with this bow and arrow that I had to buy comes from China. <laughs> <laughs> with these are the instructions that it came with, and you you can take that off. I have no idea what that says, but this is the actual bow. <laughs> and I have one so, and I too. Bought, I bought, and I bought one for Elijah, <laughs> and I got one for Tony. Ask Tony; he's got one as well. Yes, you need to have him bring it to the next interview. Yeah, we're gonna have a competition. So here I am, up late at night. And we're going to do this today. We're going to go to the bow cam and we're going to show you how awesome this is. But listen, this isn't the only thing that I bought. I have obsessions and problems. Look at show the picture of what's in the back of my truck. This is all survival equipment 
that I've purchased on Amazon or some feed on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, I got to have that. And I have it with me today right here. Like, look, I brought some of it in. I had to have this. Look at that. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I want to show you some of the stuff that I have. I bought this medical kit. I have no idea what's in it. It's got medical stuff in here, but I've never opened it. So that's cool. But I don't know. I don't know what's in it. I have no idea what's in it. But I had uh, to have it at the time, just like my three-inch boat. Couldn't, couldn't get that if you uh, lived in a socialism, socialistic country. Seriously, dude, this is capital. Me and my excesses. Okay, look at this, dude. I bought a life tent, <laughs> a life tent, and it's in my truck. That will never be used. No, but it might be, and I'm ready for it. And it sits in my truck. I got a uh, sleeping bag. It's his Call of Duty sleeping bag. Dude, I actually got naked and got inside this thing because it, it says on. <laughs> I know. It says it's called by Frog Tact Bivy 2.0 emergency. It says it's reusable. So I'm like, dude, and I took it. I'm like, this is really thin, and I I was cold, so I took off all my clothes, got inside of it, and I was sweat, dude. I sweat profusely inside of it. It's that warm. The gross Man. thing is. Is when I got out of it and put my clothes back on, I just rolled it back up and put it back in the bag. Oh, <laughs> is that the same one? Yes, this is the bag right here. No. So, so listen, I touched the bag. You're naked. I got, I got it back in bag. the. I got it back in the bag. But here's the thing: in an event of an emergency, the person or if it's myself that has to use that bag, it's going to be totally ball sweat coming out of it. Uh. It's going to smell awful, like. It's probably mold in there now. Oh, yeah. At least we're alive. <laughs> at least I have a sleeping bag to keep me warm at night. I'll get Ricky's candle. I'll order that one online. I got a, <laughs> so, no. I got a life tent. Oh, this is another one, dude. The Bushcraft Hand Auger. Oh, I watched, my gosh. I watched these native people. I don't know what the proper PC word is. They they built a a, a, a city out of, with this tool right here. They didn't build it with that tool. I, they, they showed just, it. They, they just used, they fake used it, and then. Well, it made me believe that I had to have it. So whatever this hand auger does, I'm sure it's going to save my life. Dude, I got a portable water pump. I've got a life straw. The life straw is actually legit. Which you even said, you go, oh, you got a life straw? Elijah, tell him what you said. The first thing you said, we <laughs> I said we should drink pee. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll make Tony do it. I. You know what I. <laughs> Dude, we've got to make Tony drink his own pee. <laughs> no, it has to be my pee. Oh, yeah, it has to be yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just the co the comments are going to be awful. I can't even. Yeah. Dude, there's no way. We need to have um, my new. I'm totally. I'll tell you after the show, but I have a great idea for a backdrop. Okay. For me. So awesome. I'm so, I'm so Let's do excited. it. All right, I, I didn't even see that. Survival torch. It, this has oh, got. Oh, wait. Pull that out. I want to well, see it. Well, it's kind of. So basically, and I did open one of these. We, we tried it. It's pretty cool. Um, it's basically a big flint stick, and it comes with like burnable rope. And it says. That's it's, sweet. It's got like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what the strike amount was, but it's a lot. It's thousands and thousands of lights where you, you won't run out. That's it, years. Yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. Um, but like I said, I keep this garbage in my truck and it's, it's excess, right? Like, but this is the kind of stuff like, well, why isn't everything for free? This is all survival stuff, right? I got a shovel with a spear. Um, I bought a three inch bow. That's, that's awesome. Which we're going to do a competition here in a minute. But the point of this and bringing this on this show, and I know we've been going for a minute, but listen, is that in excess, I, 
th- this should be free. This is all survival stuff to, to live. Yeah. And, and by that kid's own account, why do we have to pay to live? And I want to bring this up. And you said it. I will never use this stuff. <laughs> Dude, I am I am 30 pounds overweight. I'm going to Taco Bell every day. I think about the end of the world and I got a life tent in my seat and I'll <laughs> yeah. never use it. Yeah, I'll while, never drink while my you're pee. you're finishing your lemonade drink from Taco Bell or whatever it yeah. is and you're like, oh, I need to order that. I need to order that. <laughs> it's going to hit the fan any day. And it might. It might. It literally might. And I'm not, listen, I'm a survivalist. I'm all about this stuff. I love it. Oh my gosh. But the truth is that the reality of this, the the balance, the middle here is that we are living in a culture so divided where you have one group of people demanding that their life essence be provided for by everybody else. And then you have a guy like me that says it ain't happening. And I'm out buying life-saving things that I'll never use. Oh, my God. Dude, do you see how funny this is? Yeah, it's two parallels. It's two insane parallels. And we're at each other's throats. We are at I each- also live in excess. <laughs> yes, <shut down. laughs> So, Elijah, yeah, show this. this is so, awesome. I took advantage of a woman who lost her son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Was it Rick- Ricky? <laughs> Dude, we cannot. I am in so much trouble for this show. This is, <laughs> was there a bottle of pills in the <laughs> No, I did find a back scratcher that was missing oh one of the gosh. prongs. Just the one prong. <laughs> okay, dude. St- okay, let's see what we got. Uh, so I, well, first I found this dehumidifier, right? Nice. And I, so I messaged them, and I'm like, look, I. Can I get this for sixty bucks? Because they were they listed it for seventy five. It's a three thousand square foot nice dehumidifier. What's it's a I, little gross inside, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. And so, and so then she goes, "Oh well, I'm I live in Texas. I'm up here selling off my son's stuff. He passed away. <sighs> blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh okay, sweet." Sweet? Look at you said sweet. I, no, I said no, you, you, That's awesome. I'll be there tomorrow. I'm pretty much, no, I said I'm going today. Oh I, I literally said that. I said, I want this tool chest. <laughs> and she had it listed for 125 I said, are you willing to do 90 And she goes, yeah, that sounds fair. Oh, my gosh. And then I found this husky that's... portable table. Pretty freaking sweet. Yep. She had that listed for 50 and then she had this husky work light listed for fifty bucks. Wow! And the freaking uh, protective film wasn't even taken off of it. What'd you pay for all that? Oh, I'm lagging. Did the computer freeze? It is froze right now. It's still rec- oh, look at that one twelve fifty three, dude. It just shut down. There we go. Oh my gosh! Did we lose a minute? It's probably still recorded though. Yeah, locally. it is. It okay. Is. Anyways, I paid all all in. 220 bucks. What? Yeah. So that's impressive. This tool chest new is worth almost $600. Oh, I know, dude. That's awesome. I and it was full of tools. You got those two. What's on the bottom? That's a big auger bit right there. Yeah, that's dude, a $50 they bit. They have two of them in there. And then they have all these lifetime warranty uh, like wrenches. So you should have just went up to her and said, listen, I'm part of a new movement in America. You need to just give this to me. She probably would have given it to me. <laughs> she probably, <laughs> probably would have. Oh, my god! I'll gosh. put it to good use. 
That is awesome, though, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you, you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell her, I'm so sorry about your son. Did you? Yeah, I did in person. Don't let her watch this video that I we said, made. I said, I did say, I'm so sorry about your son. I'm praying for you and your family. That's awesome. Good so I was nice. Good. You were kind. I don't yes. think. Yeah. And then you totally took advantage of her. Yes, I did. <sighs> okay. So that's the stuff. Dude, show the. Okay. Let's talk about your washer and dryer. Oh, uh, it's lagging so bad, Jim. Yeah. What's going on with this, man? I don't know. But it. Well, you'll be able to. I hope so. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to exit out of this extra chrome window. Do that. It's your chrome windows. Okay, yeah, it's working a lot better now. All right. So I also bought a washer and dryer. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that hair? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, dude, that's disgusting. It's hair and lint. And <laughs> I. this is after me power washing the inside. The inside looks good. Yeah, and then I realized, oh, there's a clip that I can lift up. And then oh. I lifted it up, and this was all that is inside. So good. Dude, I would hate to see what mine looks like, actually. And so I just, I power washed it, fixed the belt drive, and it's all good now. And then, yeah, that's how it looks Oh, now. dude, that looks really good. Yeah, nice very job. Clean. Very, very clean. Show the and, washing. Yeah, look at it. Washer and dryer next to each other. They're beautiful. 350 for both of them. Yeah, but, dude, you should have gotten it for free. Biden's America and Build Back Better... I should have gotten it for free. Right, because you want it. I didn't go to college, so I I deserve at least $10,000 of free things. Right, dude, your clothes, you, everybody's got to wear clothes, right? Yeah. I mean, so Calvin washing Klein. them. Why would you have to why would you have to pay to for a washer and dryer? Everybody should be issued one. Yeah. That's I funny, agree. Though. All right, let's do the bow competition now. All right, here's the rules. I've got a box set up. Let's go to the bow cam. If you zoom in there, it says free stuff. And uh, I'm going to go over to there. I'm going to take the first shot. Um, whoever hits the free stuff. Uh, first. Whoever hits free stuff first wins my sleeping bag with my old sweat in it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first, though. All right. So okay. here we go over the cam. Dude, listen. I'll You're tell you so what. close. I know. Listen, I'll back up a little bit. The, if you hit it, I will let you pick one item. I'm picking the life straw. Okay, I'll, I'll, you'll take the life straw. If you can That's hit, like a hundred bucks, right? It's it was up there. It's sixty. It was sixty, I think. Okay, yeah. See, still. Right. Here we go. I'm gonna take the first shot. Oh wait, hold on. Should I gotta I switch the back by you, so we're both equally. No, I'm okay. just better. You are. I'm just gonna get out of the way, um, just to get the bow in. Look at this thing. Here we go. I'm taking the first shot, and I am really close. First shot. Okay. Your turn. So now I got second shot. They can't see me, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I get one more try. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> dude, you were with. Hold on. I got it. Oh, Dang dude, it. you did hit it. I hit it again. <laughs> I can't even cheat and hit these. <laughs> You're like right up against it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're running out of arrows. I know. This is it. If you don't hit it, you don't eat. This is the socialism lesson. Okay. You don't get free stuff. Then I have to move to Montana. Yeah, this is like a rabbit, dude. You haven't eaten in, you haven't eaten in 10 days. <laughs> I've been really close. If you don't kill the rabbit, you don't eat. Or I can provide right, you with but free I have, stuff. But I have Parkinson's. I can't. <laughs> You're going to die. So the government's not going to... I'll bring you to church. Put me on welfare. <laughs> go. You go. Okay, vagrant. 
Vagrant. I hit it! I win! Okay, but if I can hit it on this... Okay, then I'll, I'll, I will honor it. Because you are farther away. You missed. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Tiny bow proves that socialism... This is how you got to survive in the future. But thanks for watching. Find us anywhere you download yep. podcasts. See you guys. Bye. I mean, you could probably put four gallons of alcohol and get to a vent with those bad boys. So, kudos <laughs> to him. Straight from the tap. <laughs> right from the teat, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs>